Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. It's the Game by Show podcast, everyone. Tonight is April the 23rd, 2018. April the 23rd is today. How are you guys doing tonight? April the Jeremy 23rd, and be Jared. with you. Hi. Hi. I, I, I wasn't going to say it. I, I did. I did it. Well, you yes. know what? You're welcome to do that. Success. J- Jeremy's camera is still giving me tired head. <laughs> yeah. My name is Legrand, guys, and that's Jeremy, and that's Jared. Hello, Hi. guys. Hey. How's it going? Bye. Again. We're on, like, episode 400 now or something. A so million and two. Yeah, well, we might as well uh, record and, and do our thing, because that's what we do. It's uh, Monday night. It's not what we do on Monday nights. It's what we do on Sunday nights. I'm a little woozy. But, uh, yeah, we, we couldn't handle it last night. Mm. There was too much going on. Too much heat. You know, in IRL, too much things going on. Uh, so we're recording tonight. Uh, tonight is the night where we talk about news and stuff. It is. But what else is going on? Anything else new? I just sent out a tweet about us recording this show live, and I'm pretty sure it was the most poorly put together sentence in the you know history what? of mankind. It's going to go well with the most poorly put together <laughs> podcast live stream you've ever seen. Yeah, we might be streaming this live. I totally threw together a rad uh, overlay. All right, I'm I'm definitely not. <laughs> yeah, it's, at this. it's very professional. <laughs> you, you totally should. Cause it's pretty. It's pretty. Cool. All right, I'll check it out. <laughs> Uh, anyway, hey, you guys want to hear some news? I got some news. Give us the I news. Am, I am officially going to E3 this year. Um, working the show, actually. Fancy. Uh, on, on staff for E3. So there you go. That news uh, is all right. Going. It would have been a lot cooler like five years ago, though. Ooh. Yeah, it's still cool. Still cool? Still E3 cool. still cool? Breaking yeah, news? Yeah, sure. E3 still cool? I don't know. I'm getting paid to go. Does that count? That's pretty good. Uh, that's all right. Yeah. Your feet are yes, going to be really like, tired. It's, it's, it's like part of my job. <laughs> You know, right. to go E3. That seems like okay. I don't have to write articles about it. I can report on it for the Game Byte Show. However, if that's something you desire. Oh my gosh, Jeremy. it'll be way better than the news that we get aggregated <laughs> from everywhere over the internet. The I, stuff that the, the stuff that people are who are actually paid to be journalists get us. Yeah, exactly. We we need a, a breaking live coverage the entire time of any Kingdom of Hearts version releases. Uh, hopefully it's playable on the show floor and I'll get my hands on it. I'll let you guys all know what I think about Kingdom Hearts 3. I, I picked the game that I was probably least likely to be interested in. Well, you know, maybe you should be interested. Maybe. Maybe it's right, maybe. Maybe right up your alley if you would just give it a shot. You mm. know, Get some Keyblade action going. Try some new things. Get into the anime. Funny, the funniest part about Kingdom Hearts is that people still think it's like relevant, even though like the first one came out, what? 12 years ago? 13, 14 years ago? I mean... When did Kingdom Hearts 1 release? Haley Joel Osment was still a kid, so... 2000... I bet Hearts I bet it's 2000... 2002. Uh, 2000... This is right. <laughs> 2002. I, oh, 1.5 Remix came out in 2013. See. Like, this is way wrong. Uh, 2002. <laughs> what about with the 1.5 nice. uh, B Remix? Okay, so... Re-release. Where were you in your life? Let's 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 have a, let's have a little history lesson. Uh, where were you guys in your life in 2002? A dark, dark place. March of 2002. March of 2002. I was about to graduate high school. Uh, I mean, the wasn't uh-huh. like the second Matrix movie out about that point. Uh, not quite. No, that was 2003. 2003. All right. I believe. Lord of um, the Rings, something or other. 
Hmm. Lord of the Rings, uh, the second one came out. Two Towers came out that year. They were taking the Hobbits to Isengard back in that year. They're taking the Hobbits Indeed. to Isengard. All, I, all I'm trying to say is that your mindset was probably in a different place in 2002, and 2018, you guys, is not ready for more Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I bet we can Nor do you desire the more Kingdom Hearts. find the friendship inside of us, Sora. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, let's talk about some video game news. It's, uh, it's Sunday. By Sunday, I mean Monday. So, Jeremy, take Hey, one. we're going to do it. So, we're going to start with uh, some sad news. Now for some sad news. Uh, according to reports, Sony may be killing the PlayStation Vita in 2018. Uh, now, what does this mean, actually? I guess that we've been presiding over the death of the Vita for, like, I don't know, it feels like 10 years now. It's uh, a slow burn. Yeah, it is, it is a super <laughs> slow burn. Uh, but actually, At least. what this means is that uh, rumors uh, are afloating that Sony may halt production of the PlayStation Vita. And in fact, uh, it has already been discontinued in Spain, uh, as far as that goes. <laughs> Spain uh, is a bellwether for, yeah, exactly. for the Vita. It's like <laughs> if, if, if America sneezes, Spain catches the plague. Uh, so, you know, the, the Vita, uh, we love it, and, uh, it's, it's one of those things where people are gonna be like, oh, it's, it's dead, it's dead, look what a failure, but, I mean, that, man, that thing has been dying, or in some form of dying, for years now, I mean, it's still going. Um, the, the only thing, uh, that we know for sure that it's ending on the Vita right now is that the PlayStation Plus offerings on the Vita are gonna end next year in March, I believe it is. Um, we, we don't really know. So, so we don't know an actual date. And what does this even mean? I mean, people can still make games for it, right? Are they just not going to publish it? They're not going to promote well, it? What is so the only thing, killing the Vita mean? Yeah, well, I mean, the only thing that we have that's solid right now from an official source is a tweet from PlayStation España that says, Hola, efectivamente está descatalogada, sí. Uh, which means, uh, yes, it is. It is no longer being uh, cataloged. It's being discontinued, basically. Breaking news. Oh, so th so they're not going to make them anymore. Is basically that, that's kind of it. Is they're they're basically going to be stopping production. Were they production. still manufacturing Vitas? Or they still I don't know. Them? I don't know. Where I'm actually kind of shocked them. they were. They they go straight to third party sellers on eBay at this point. <laughs> right. That's how, how it works. I don't know. I don't know how you're supposed to actually buy one of these things. <laughs> what are these things? At the at the flagship Sony store, of course. Yeah, Wait. right, exactly, exactly. Uh, look for that, though, uh, in, in the coming future. I mean, the, the thing is, like, six years old now, six years and two months old. I mean, it's 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 had its run. Uh, it still is the, the, the best, I think, of the handheld platforms available right now, including the Switch, uh, but uh, everything has to come to an end. I mean, that thing's got to be running on eight-year-old hardware, so, yeah, unless unless Sony decides that they're going to release a Vita 2, uh, that may be the end, so. Well, when it actually happens... Um... You will have a sad funeral. I had a good life. Yeah, I'll flush mine down the toilet. Basically, we don't we don't bury it. Uh, so the uh, the other thing that can happen with an ending is a new beginning. Uh, Valve has purchased the developer of Firewatch, Campo Santo. Uh, I don't know if you guys played Firewatch. Yes, no. Mm -mm. Uh, I have not. I actually I did the VR thing that the uh, they did, where you could actually log in and walk around that tower. Mm -hmm. Do you guys ever do that? Did you do that? Uh, yeah, well, or do they not have that on PSP? The, I don't think PSP? they have the PlayStation one, but uh, I did see once oh. a, a little like an imager photo catalog of what it looked like to be in one of those towers, and it was literally like the tower from Firewatch. It was literally. Oh no, you know what? I did. I did play that, Legrand. I, I played Wait, it at your place because they had like a, a talk show about it, right? Like they had a thing uh, in yeah. the, in the tower. The guys from Tested did like. A yeah, thing. yeah, exactly. Yep, I, I did try that. Uh, but but yeah, that that tower is modeled literally after real. Fire towers. Uh, I mean, it's like you're you're actually looking at. It's like they actually tried to make yeah, it realistic. Yeah, exactly. Weird. Exactly. They did their homework. So, 
So, so do we think Valve is actually going to make video games again? I don't know. I mean, this is kind of what they would do. Well, they have some in development. They've already announced that. That's already been like a card game or something, isn't it? No, they're making VR games. No, but he cares about VR. I don't know. Apparently, somebody does. Uh, Well, this is what you do if you don't have the bandwidth to make a lot of your own games. You buy developers who are making games, right? Uh, So, of course, Campo Santo is also going to be releasing In the Valley of the Gods. They've had a a teaser trailer out for that for a little while, scheduled for release next year. And uh, they uh, basically said that uh, over at Campo Santo, they said that Valve was a great fit for them. They said that uh, it's an obvious match to the studio. Both sides spoke about our values and how when you get right down to it, we as human beings are hard limited by the time we have left when it comes to making things we care about and believe in, uh, which is also something that we believe in in the Game Byte show, which is why we're going to take exactly 30 minutes to get this podcast uh, out. (laughs) By by great fit for them, they meant uh, they brought cash. They have a ton of money. Yep, exactly right. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of VR, uh, Jared, you know who does care about VR? Steven Spielberg Probably cares about Steven VR. Probably not Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg cares about <laughs> VR. In fact, we've got a picture of him rolling around on the ground with an HTC Vive, uh, which they used to uh, to shoot Ready Player One, which was a great movie, actually, a really good movie. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's a feature produced by HTC shows how the virtual sets created by the visual effects team for Ready Player One uh, were realized for Steven Spielberg and motion capture actors so they could see what was going on. One of the longtime criticisms of special effects heavy movies is that they don't feel real because people are interacting with something that's not there. Uh, one of the maybe lesser considered applications of virtual reality and augmented reality is that, you know, you can actually set up virtual acting spaces for people so that they can interact with something that's actually right in front of them, which honestly is kind of a cool idea. I mean, I, I guess I that never cool. really thought like about that. that so, um, and they're actually coming out with the uh, the wireless adapter for the ACC. Oh, that's cool. Soon, yeah, I think so. I'm, in, I'm in for that. Um, new PC time, maybe for that. I, I'm I'm there. Uh, so Ready Player One, of course, uh, tips the top of the Game Byte Show Rotten Tomatoes challenge uh, with like sixty some odd percent fresh, uh, and has netted more than five hundred million dollars in global box office sales since it released on March 29th. Uh, over at uh, Ubisoft, uh, in fact, actually, we've got a big rock block here for uh, battle royale games. We've got a whole bunch of battle royale news, you guys. I'm going to go through this all. We're oh, ba- we're going to learn battle, all about battle it. battle royales are the new uh, collectible card games. Absolutely, they do. actually they're the new mobas. So it went from we're working our way backwards: <laughs> battle royale, moba, collectible card game, and what tower defense. We need probably we the... need to make a collectible card game moba battle royale. Let's do it, guys. Whoa, we'll call it the mind. Game Bite Show. Blowing my mind so uh a former ubisoft developer says that online shooters should now start shipping with battle royale games uh game modes by default this is uh, ubisoft developer alex hutchinson who had worked on assassin's creed 3 and far cry 4 both of which are going to be releasing battle royale modes uh in the near future uh says that uh, battle royale modes is not a game type it's a game mode like deathmatch and it's easy to build on top of virtually any shooter you already have it'll be shipping de- by default with call of duty and battlefront and every other online shooter within a year uh it's hard to- oh really it's is anyone surprised at this Hard news? to argue the point because the next item in our news list here is Call of Duty 4, which is uh, probably not going to have a single-player campaign and instead is going to most likely ship with a Battle Royale mode. Uh, this is uh, by way of um, all of my tabs just closed, which is awesome, awesome. Call of Duty Black nice. Ops 4 may have a Battle Royale mode. Because who says so? Because it because will. of course because it'll will. print That's money. Right. Um, pretty popular these days. Of course, the the biggest uh, you know successor, I guess, to uh, the the youth vote 
uh, Minecraft. You know, now we've got things like Fortnite and uh, and other such things. And uh, over at PC Gamer, they've got wind that uh, the campaign mode has reportedly been dropped. Uh, actually, this uh, came by way of Polygon, in fact, and they said that sources say the campaign was cut because there just wasn't going to be enough time to get it done prior to the release date, uh, which is, I mean, that's pretty significant. If you can't get your campaign mode done by the time it's going to release, decide, you know, yeah, drop it and <laughs> just put don't in something it. different instead. Just, just you know, just that's don't amazing. add it. It's, it's okay. It's I mean, so not that cool. people have been playing Call of Duty campaigns for the yeah. last... 20 years they, they should just put it. in the okay. like a campaign from two or three games ago don't you know, even update like the, the textures I, I don't, I don't, don't want to play call of duty multiplayer i want to play call of duty campaign if i, yeah, play I agree call with of duty that at all. i uh i it's just mm. it's no fun playing the multiplayer in those games it's just it's kind of a bummer didn't they learn yeah. something from titanfall yep. i mean yeah, i don't know we all learned about that i learned that titanfall is amazing <laughs> yeah it was, That's and true. Titanfall 2 is even better. Uh, yeah, it's not a campaign! Uh, Activision has, has said that they are keenly aware of the success that other companies have had with the Battle Royale genre, and suggested they're getting ready to take its own shot. Yeah. We're keenly aware. Yeah. <laughs> we see the money. every other exactly. developer out there. Including Kirby getting into uh, the hey, Battle Dice? Royale mode. No, what have is you guys played that? It's only four-player. Oh, Kirby Battle okay. Royale. All right, I'm with you. Have you heard of this? I'm... It's a four-player Kirby you. top-down game. I got game. you. Yep. yep, Jared's yawning. Mm-hmm. Hey, more, more Battle Royale. Royale. We are so. not done yet. That's all we Dice, feel about uh, the guys behind Battlefield reportedly working on a Battle Royale game. Uh, Venture Beats or it originated this rumor. Some with knowledge <laughs> of the studio who asked to remain anonymous says that they are currently testing its take on that mode. Uh, we don't know whether it's going to come with Battlefield or something that they're going to do later. Uh, Battlefield 5 or Battlefield V, to those of us in the know, uh, is coming a little bit later this year uh, and uh, possibly um, you know during World War II. We don't really know. In fact, we haven't actually seen anything about it yet, uh, but there's another rumor that says that the game will have co-op play for randomly generated missions, which is actually kind of a neat idea. But uh, of course, Dice uh, wants to get some of that sweet, sweet battle royale cachet. Battlefield Two? Are they making a Battlefield Two game now? Hmm, I don't know. Is that what's next? Is uh, I mean, they did yeah, 1, I guess right? Battlefield, Battlefield Two would two. be from World yeah. War Two. The Battlefield Three Modern Warfare could be. Okay, so so get this. A hundred Hitlers dropping through a plane. <laughs> Only one island. Hitler survives. <laughs> oh no! We got it. We got it all. We got it all nailed down. All right, dice. I'm back in. <laughs> Here's a surprising one. Uh, so, Housemark, which is uh, known arcade-style shooters like Super Stardust and. Uh, trying to think of the uh, next machina was their most recent the other game where you rescue the humans from the playstation 4 launch i'm trying to remember what that one was called um <laughs> anyway those guys oh rescue the Rezogun. humans from the playstation 4 launch <laughs> yeah yeah rescue rescue the humans awesome. yeah it was a rough time that playstation 4 launch yeah uh but these guys have apparently given up on arcade style games and they're going to be making a battle royale game <laughs> Uh, it's called Storm Divers. So they are uh, working on a multiplayer-only game, and in an interview with Eurogamer, uh, they said that you can compare it to a lot of multiplayer experiences you have now. Uh, that's a very good assumption. Right now we're saying it's multiplayer. Oh! <laughs> the best part is the Battle Royale section just got better. Oh, so better. <laughs> Maybe his camera will work now. What do you think? I trust those guys in jumps to gameplay mechanics, and I don't know, Battle Royale... Maybe. Oh, God. Uh, well, <laughs> that's the show. <laughs> can he just join back in? I'm assuming he can just join back in. Right? I have, I have uh, no idea. You add him back to the call because I don't want to mess up our, our sick stream. 
which has previously been in early yeah. <laughs> Pirate Battle Royale game called Booty Royale. That's going to be more about pirates. Aurora. Aurora. It is essentially it's a Pirate lot more like Booty Royale. Uh, you know, I'd be down with that. Games, I think, than any of these other Booty Royale games, right. just because it actually has a director. One player gets I'm to be the director. Add friends to D. He's already he's on. He's already the call. in it. I think he's, his computer must have just crashed. He's just got to load up Discord and join again. Uh, he's probably still talking. <laughs> Hasn't noticed. Basically, do that with a. Oh no. No thoughts on Battle Royale, huh, Jared and Legrand? Um, no. No. <laughs> Oh, let me see. Uh, so all of that is. Uh, Man, we were almost done with the news too. And we were, were almost done with the news. Me, so Whoa! We just we'll just move on without him. I don't know what he's, he's probably. Doing. He's probably booting up Audacity on his Vita right now. Yeah, he's gonna on his place in his on his PlayStation TV. You know, I bet you could record from your Chromebook better than he could record from whatever he's running. <laughs> I'm I'm not getting any younger. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I don't know what any of these news topics are. We'll finish it up. Uh, the Darwin Project is now free. I guess that's under the well, Battle Royale section, guys. <laughs> I don't know what that is, all right, but let's, it's free. Let's, let's give a little bit of uh, insight into the way we do this. Uh, Jeremy knows all the news. <laughs> and Jared and I know nothing. Uh, <laughs> We're just pretty faces. Yeah, you know? Um so, uh, yeah, we're basically at the end of that. So let's just, uh, how do we pick this up? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll pick it up. There you go. All right, everybody. Jeremy is no more. His, his, uh, his Discord crashed. So we're going we're gonna to just carry on. It's been about an hour. Uh, seems like an hour. Hasn't been an hour yet. But I don't know if he's coming back. He may be coming back. But he's told us, he, may... he told us that we can carry on without him and he will be okay with that he'll be okay with that so uh i don't know let's talk about some new releases this this week's been a little Perfect. barren uh we do get our new releases from tech-gaming.com so there there's mm -hmm. always a plethora of games that you can find at tech-gaming.com <coughs> so head over there check out the list here's some of the games that we found though uh, god of war i know we mentioned this uh last week because it came out, I believe, last Thursday. But it's officially Did on it? the tech gaming list today. Uh, so God of War came out. It's getting really good reviews. Um, Jared might be one to pick up a PlayStation 4. four. Hmm, uh, so. Probably not. Mm -mm. Okay, well, mm -mm. don't. Then. I'm probably going to get it. Uh, Nintendo Labo came out last week. This is the cardboard. Nintendo yeah, this is the cardboard things. Those seems... Is this something you're getting? I don't know. They seem kind of silly. I might get one. You have a Switch, right? Yeah. Do they? They? I actually don't know the price point on these. It's Are like 70 bucks. Ah, well, there's see, two, there's two different much. things. They come with yeah. the cardboard things and a game. I, ha I have. And the I'm staring things. at a, at like four giant cardboard boxes right now. Don't you have kids? No. no, I wish they were a little bit cheaper. Like I understand why they're not, but uh, yeah, I, 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 think, that, like I think that the one small one or I think something the one to get comes started with, with like five or six different things you can put together and then play games with. So mm, we'll see. Birthdays are coming up this summer. So. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here, kid. Here's some cardboard for your birthday. <laughs> uh, what about BattleTech? That's a thing. Oh, we streamed that tonight. In fact, it was awesome. Okay, that's out. We death from above to tank. It was great. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds pretty BattleTechy. <laughs> uh, that's forty bucks out on PC. That, Get it while yeah, it's that's hot. out on PC tomorrow. I don't know what Frostpunk is. This is another Jeremy <laughs> special. Uh, no, I added this one. Oh, it's even worse. Never mind. 
It sounds like great. Some, yeah, it's it's like a weird. I don't know. It's a PC game. What do you want? Well, tell uh, us what it is. I don't so know. So it's it is. it's from the same guys that made uh, this War of Mine. Okay. And it's like a survival style game, but in I believe is the right one I'm thinking of. Uh, okay. Now Chrome is not working, so yeah. For you. Yeah, as the uh, ruler of the last city on Earth, is your duty to manage both its citizens and its infrastructure, blah, 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 right. blah. It looks kind of cool. Sounds cool. Uh, this just in, and by just in, I mean a few days ago, uh, PUBG is going to be free to play on Xbox One until fr- uh, April 22nd, which is already passed. Why is this on the news? <laughs> it must have been from last week. <laughs> well... It was free to there get. There you go. There Otherwise, you go. it's thirty bucks. I I really think that game should be free to play, anyways. Um, ah, if they if they want any on. any chance of catching Fortnite at this point, now that Fortnite has basically captured the hearts and the minds of every elementary school kid from here to mm-hmm. basically everyone. Um, yeah, it's got a really. I mean, I, I believe it. I believe it still has its niche uh, with the more hardcore PC gaming market than Fortnite. Uh, but even then, I mean. You hear random people just talking about Fortnite all the time. Like I just come yeah. across it in the wild all the Man, time. Man, I was reading uh, that that tournament that they did with the like. You think of like how do you do a like a esports tournament for a battle royale game? But they sound like they did a really cool. They did it at PUBG. Uh, they done it for PUBG as well. Um, but it sounded like a really cool approach where it's like you're doing different things, like winning the round gets you money, killing a certain person gets you money, stuff like that. Yeah, so pretty cool. I, I think that. Um, Cool. I, I think that it's a it's a pretty cool game that would be easy to get a tournament going, uh, mm. and it would be fun because you have a hundred people that could enter the tournament. Like, how cool would that be? Right. And, and you could do like you know three rounds, and you score points based on where you place, and then you you know winner takes all. You know, there you uh, go. Chances are the same we guy is not going to win every time. Start, starting next week, the Game Bite Show tournament. Yeah, coming to uh, I, I did Twitch play Fortnite on the stream. on the phone um, a couple times and. Yeah, I was just telling Jeremy. I was like, it. I could, I could play PUBG on my Chromebook. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, uh, it probably run about as well as PUBG on the normal. It probably run better than it runs on a computer. Oh, and finally, Monster Hunter World is going to get a whole new update to it, where they're adding a new Elder Dragon as well as a new loot system, and they actually are adding a cool new armor uh, that allows you to equip it over another armor set to just keep its appearance. So. You don't want to wear that crappy Anjanath gear, and you want to wear your sick uh, Popolumu gear. You can do that. I'm still wearing my awesome Blossom tuxedo with uh, with the wiggly snake guy head. That's my that's my outfit from here on out. I think. I'm I'm trying to figure out if you guys are using real words or not. Oh, yeah. uh, we totally are. The, the the new dragon is called Kulv Teroth. Um, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and a side note on here on this on this article that I'm reading about it, it says that Monster Hunter World is Capcom's best-selling video game of all time. So wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, has shipped 7.5 million copies worldwide, making it the company's best-selling game of all so time. So here's a question because I've kind of wondered about this. Do you think that they are going to do add-on content for that, or do you think they're going to do sequels? I mean, it, I it think seems that like they should probably do add-on. Yeah, content, it seems like a prime 
example of a game that would do really well with, say, like, even, even ex you, know how, you know how the games used to have expansions? Like, you don't really see giant content like that anymore? Add on new continents uh -huh. or revisit, remake some of the old games and just add them as plugins or new destinations for this game, I think. Yeah. Sell them for 30 bucks a pop. Man, do you remember when Dawn of War 2 came up with the phrase uh, expandalone for standalone expansions? That was so good. <laughs> Dawn of War 2 did that? That was <laughs> yeah, Dawn of War 2? That they had the expandalones. It was great. Uh, um, I don't know. Anyway, so that's new releases and extra things and stuff. Uh, Jeremy, would you like to would you like to clap again? Uh, we should. We uh, actually, I can probably figure it out. I, I marked a spot where you were saying something. I think we'll be okay. He too likes to live I dangerously. I also live dangerously. Very well. That is all. Yes, Monster Hunter World uh, Battle Royale. All right. Well, uh, I think we're ready for our third segment, which is our special topic of discussion. And we actually have one kind of in honor of Battletech, since I can't stop talking about it. We streamed it a little bit earlier tonight. Go check that out over at uh, youtube.com slash show. But uh, it kind of seems to me like it is like the ideal version of the computerized tabletop game. Uh, so it's based completely on the rules of the old, you know, late 70s, early 80s miniatures war game. And it kind of brought to mind what other games or, or board games, things that are in the physical space, have made really good adaptations into digital computer games. Uh, Battletech may be up there for me. I'm really, really pleased with how it turned out. Uh, just a lot of interlocking systems. Uh, complicated, but still fun. It's kind of like my ideal game. Uh, but there are a few others that, that come to mind. Uh, one of which is... Um, well, Dungeons and Dragons, for one. So, uh, anything... Ah, Neverwinter Nights. So, Neverwinter Nights was so good. Like, the campaign was garbage. That wasn't a board but, game, was it? Uh, an RPG, I guess. No, no, I, it, I mean, but, I think the, the idea of translating something from a, like, a paper and pencil thing where you were around the table with people... It wasn't, though. It wasn't. Uh, well, Dungeons and Dragons in general, though, is what I'm saying. So, ah. the idea of representing character progression with... Uh, numbers and dice rolls and those kinds of things, I think, uh, I streamlines see. the process of playing that kind of experience from something that takes hours, which is fun, still around the table, but you can sit by yourself like a lonely nerd and play it just fine uh, in, in video game form. Uh, another thing that, uh, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not really sure I never played a lot of it, but Magic the Gathering uh, seems to have really made a pretty good transition into digital space as well. Um, don't have to keep track of a lot of cards. The rules are all played out for you. I mean, that's one of the things that, that computerizing something like that really does. It takes all of the having to figure stuff and just lets you... Makes it so people can't cheat at Monopoly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No wheeling and dealing. Yeah. And you can actually play by the real rules rather than the made-up rules yeah. to make the game broken. <laughs> you know, speaking of playing games by made-up rules, I wanna, probably one of the most... I want to. I'm going to go out and I'm going to say it. Probably the one of the most successful that I think that just about everyone's probably played. Words with friends. It's like Scrabble, basically. Oh yeah, I played that. Everyone's played that. Uh, what a what a great game! <laughs> it is a great game. Tell you tell you your friends like get those quadruple world world scores with like uh, two letters, letters or something. Like, I can't believe that. I yeah. can never do that. Uh, how about this? Do you guys remember playing that old DOS game, uh, Battle Chess, the old original one? Oh yeah, sure. I loved Battle Chess. Dude, yeah. Battle Chess is so good. <laughs> yeah. That is the old. We gotta get that on stream. Game to video game. <laughs> that, that's the original Battle Chess. Um, where they all had like their different animations when they killed each that's other. That's a good one. Like value added stuff that, that you could really not good. do in the real world. That's right. Uh, they did it. They did it in Harry Potter. 
That's true. They did mm. do it in Harry Potter. But Legrand, you had talked about how, like, uh, playing um, Hearthstone. You know, there are things that happen in Hearthstone that actually could not happen in a real world game because they can, you know, um, well, cards can duplicate. Yeah, or, and know, just like different effects. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Um, trying to think, there were a few others that kind of came to mind, and my little technical glitch kind of caused me to sort of lose my entire train of thought. Um, LARPing is a lot better in... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, uh, one thing that... Uh, we, we talked a little bit about... Or I brought up Dawn of War earlier with my super awesome expanded yeah, comment. Yeah. But uh, one thing that those games... You know, the Dawn of War, of course, was very much more action-oriented than the board yeah, game. Sure. Um, but one thing that was really neat in those games, even though they were so much more focused on sort of uh, RTS action strategy um you could still go in and like custom paint your 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 armies so you could like change the colors and the you could upload custom um like badges for their armor and stuff that was oh, so cool fun. i love that yeah i didn't know anything about that i those games were great I, but but do any of them so i don't know are there, are there any like straight up strategy games though for warhammer is there a because i mean dawn of war is an rts right yeah i mean well there's total war warhammer Total right. War yeah, Warhammer. True. There was a uh, Warhammer. Well, there's like game. there's like dozens of Warhammer games at this point, right? We came out quite a while this. ago. Uh, Mark of Chaos was really good, but none of them really tried to, I think, be the tabletop hmm. sort of game itself. I, uh, maybe the closest to some of those are if you if you play like Warhammer Quest is probably pretty similar to the the rendition of Warhammer Quest. Um, that was out on mobile. I think you could get that on your phone. Maybe it came to PC eventually, but uh, that was pretty good. Those were okay. Uh, how about this? How about like uh, the Jackbox games? You know, the, the kind of party games where you'd play, say, Pictionary or something with a group in the in the room, and you know, they've kind of made that into a, a big value added thing. I guess that's a little bit of a stretch, but uh, you know, quiz games, uh, the, the uh, uh, you don't know Jack, that sort of thing. Uh, I think kind of streamlines. I've played that one process. of those in a really? billion years. Dude, they're they're really mm. good. Those Jackbox. There's the Facebook games. one. Yeah, that's right. Fa- you know, in fact, I haven't played that in a long time. I wonder if that's still good. The thing about it was they were does, keeping. Does it Facebook still have games at Probably. all? Uh, well, we're, I guess words with friends. I don't know. <laughs> Is it still? I, I have no, no. idea. I, mean, I just don't even play games ever I, anymore. They're awful. Games are dumb. <laughs> Games are super dumb. Just talk about them. Yeah. Well, there are probably a, a, a lot more examples of this. Um, kind of trying to think of um, something that you'd play around the around the table, like um, you know, even even just like uh, value added. You know, any, any of those German games that uh, you know board game people are really into. Yeah. There, there's a lot of great. Uh, like Settlers of Catan, yes. a lot of those games came go. again came to mobile and did really good. Ticket to Ride has a great mobile version um, that can be, you know, it, it's hard to like play a game like that and be like, yeah, this is just like sitting down at a table and you know laughing it up. But um, if you have like a crew that you used to play with and maybe people moved around or whatever, it's um, that can kind of give you get you by. Yeah, for sure. You know, you know what I really like? I really like the uh, board game that Call of Duty Battle Royale was based on. It's called <laughs> Axis and Allies. Uh, Axis okay. and Allies. Uh, Risk. <laughs> it's called Risk, yeah. Uh, 
I think I think everybody's favorite awesome. uh, favorite real world game to uh, digital space transition though is uh, Twitch chat, YouTube you, YouTube right. comments. <laughs> yeah. Mario Party, the yeah. ultimate board game. Yeah. That's that's true. Mario there Party, those kinds of games, not not a bad not not a bad way. A little bit more virtual uh, native, but. Uh, Anyhow, folks, uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode, uh, this very technically interesting episode of the Game Byte Show uh, <laughs> podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have any comments about real-world games that have transitioned into the digital space, uh, then uh, you know, let us know. Uh, contact us on social media. We can be found collectively at Game Byte Show on Twitter. You can find me individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. Y'all can find me at Legrand. And I'm at Red underscore I. You can find our fourth man, not pictured in this uh, trio of, uh, of video here. Uh, Dale Jones is at Count Elmdor on Twitter. You can also find our Twitch channel over at twitch.tv slash show where we very recently streamed Battletech, uh, which is a great board game. And game this podcast. And this podcast. What it's are, like streamception. We streamed ourselves talking about streaming ourselves talking about it's like what are we gonna do? I don't know what we're gonna do with this. Uh, but uh, find this on the internet somewhere. I don't know. Uh, maybe over at youtube.com slash game show. God, I hope not. Oh no, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you can find us also on our website, www.gamebyteshow.com, where you can subscribe to us there, find our back catalog of amazing, amazing podcasts, as well as a sidebar review content and a link to our Discord channel where you might find a pickup game of Black Wake or whatever other fun game might be going on. We had a lot of fun uh, playing that tonight, so uh, come join us there. And, uh, folks, we'll be back in just a few days to talk to you about the games that we've been playing. Lots of exciting stuff in our future there. Battletech! And uh, we look forward to seeing you there. Until then, this has been your Game Byte Show. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Now everybody look awkwardly at the camera until the screen stops.